If I turn it down, am I editing myself for someone else? Am I not being genuine enough if I can try the atmosphere in which I speak quite plainly? I don't know what I'm doing, and there's no guidebook, and I and I fear I'll look like Shia LaBeouf if I go much further down this rabbit hole with you. What a fool. He got too angry. He got involved with those angry tricksters of WikiLeaks or whatever it is they were doing. But that is his journey. You want to get out? The baby's been and I don't know if you'd like to get out or if you'd just like to nurse from where he is, maybe. He wants out. I put the towel on the... He's 18 months old. I put the towel on the uh, edge of the bathtub and then I just kind of offered a boob. And... Uh, he didn't want that. He pushed the towel down. 
that told me that he wanted out. And so then I lifted him up and out of the bathtub and down to my lap in the towel. And then he was like, all right, now let's nurse. So that's what we did. Um, I'm saying this because I've been reminded recently that even though I am where I am, there's still people where I was. And that speaking backwards to them, what feels like backwards to me, who knows what it is. Maybe it's forwards if you measure it differently. If I learn anything, none of the directions seem very concrete, concrete except for the direction of time here on Earth. And the direction of the rotation hasn't changed, I don't think. Do you think the direction of the rotation of the Earth changes? I don't. I think that's been the same all the time, and that's why time is the same. I think they're, they're intertwined. I think if that changed, then who knows? Would it be Benjamin Button? Death our way into birthing? Things into ourselves? <laughs> Suck them up like a black hole? Is that what that is? Ooh, look at us. We're physicists. I don't know. But what I do know is that we're all just essentially bullshitting. I occasionally land on things. I love circles where people are rapping or doing poetry, beat poetry kind of things, and they're, ah, yeah, and I like the stand-up comedy kind of interactive environment, but I haven't had the self-esteem to withstand this sort of scrutiny, if you will. I haven't wanted to be on that large of a platform. Well, I don't know. Between you and me, maybe we're just on one of those baby steps that'll get there. Because wouldn't it be fun to talk to lots of people instead of just a few? When I used to get loaded, I loved going to parties talking to everybody. Oh, man. You know what I just turned over? I thought it was garbage. It was just a little piece of cardboard. Sorry, Diane, as I say this. But I didn't I didn't realize what it was. It must have gotten separated somehow. I'm seeing this for the first time, and I thought I went through everything. It says, Happy Holidays to you and yours, sweet friend. A little heart. OXO, Diane. Oh, thank you. At Urban Siren. Urban, like inner city. U-R-B-A-N. Siren. S-I-R-E-N. And then it's Urban Siren LLC at the end. Or just Urban Siren, I'll get you there. Or go to my account. I post a lot about her. <laughs> How sweet. What a nice reminder that it matters. And that when we learn things, she's learned so many things I've wanted to learn forever. She does metal stamping and stuff. And I, I learned it mentally, but I never practiced it. I, I watched videos on how to do it. I meant to get the equipment and just never did. I always have an excuse for that one. She's doing it. And I just got pine cone necklaces for me and my sister and my mom for Christmas from her. And they're so perfect. My mom had collected pine cones. And then I remember one year my sister and her were talking or one of them pointed out there some of them were actually pineapples. They weren't pine cones at all. I thought that was funny. 
Thank you, Diane, for that reminder that friendship matters and that showing each other our gifts isn't selfish or bragging and that if other people feel hindered by our process and by what we've accomplished, eh, fuck them. Yes, we can. We can We can do these things and if other people feel bad about it, you know, the, the darn thing here on earth is that it really does threaten our human life when we're good at things in a way, doesn't it? Perhaps it threatens it more when we're bad at them. I don't know. Long enough timeline. All of our survival rates drop to zero. It's a fight club line I'm quite fond of. Chuck Plunick's been such a... I hope I'm saying his last name at least remotely correctly. I should be by now. Plunick. I think... uh, his interview on Joe Rogan was life-changing for me. It really inspired me, got me writing again and being creative and reminded me because it's easy when you're intertwined in the metaphysical, light work, God forbid you say new agey world, hashtag all things love and wonderful moonbeams. We can talk about it sardonically, but really it just, when you get into it, you get to this point where it's forbidden or bad to imagine anything cruel or even past tense. Don't look at the news. Ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. And that gets you to a point where you realize how wrong it is. And that's the point of any guru. I believe Alan Watts very much on that one. <clears throat> the point of a guru is to get you to a point where you realize you never needed them in the first place. There are the red sparkly glitter shoes. Weren't they different in the book of Wizard of Oz? They were a different color or something. They weren't red ruby slippers. They were something else, gold or... Some such. Someone will know. Somebody's listening to this screaming. Is it you, Brandy? Are you screaming at me? Maybe Margaret. A lot of women named Margaret in my family. My ancestry. Doing my ancestry has taught me that family lore is actually quite correct. We rely on it quite heavily to find the concrete evidence. I feel like I was raised in a social climate that disregarded lore and all things. And now, spiraling back around in our adult years, I find that much of it is really quite spot on. It's just in a different language. Maybe we just didn't have the language to connect the dots of all the things to... Say yes. That. Yeah, maybe devils don't come out of your mouth when you sneeze. But. Germs do. (laughs) That's kind of close, isn't it, a little bit? They kill, you can't see them. They travel from house to house unseen. 
on the backs of anything, really. On the backs of people. The rats and mice get a bad rap. I hate even saying it because it just compounds what they've already gotten. We love our mice and rats. I don't love the mice that are the wild mice that are now living in our house, though. We are trying to get rid of those. I know. He doesn't want them gone. He wants to play with them like Cinderella would. Are you about to pee on me? Is that why you made that noise? He may. That's okay. I watched a documentary once where... Should I tell you guys this? That is really interesting. I'm not afraid of pee so much anymore. <laughs> At least like my family's pee. Not, I am very much not afraid. I am very much uh, cautious, avoiding. I do not touch strangers' pee. Or even my teenager, preteens. You know, he interacts with a lot of people. He just went to his first dance and everything. He's got his own biome, his own life. And so he's he's now kind of a biological adult in that way. He's biologically independent in that. But for the wee ones, <laughs> for the wee ones we, and your we, maybe your partners too, because your biomes really sync up if you're an intimate couple, if you share a room and share a lot of stories and talk a lot and stuff, then you'll kind of start to have that same become of one separate from the family and become one it's all just language put in the language we need it to it's like little kid language and then grown up and not wiping one another out necessarily i'm so glad we're growing up and out of that ideology i hope we are i hope that that's what this is a part of is that why we're doing this is this a part of understanding each other without the pretense of Needing to hide that our opinions will grow and morph and change and allow that in each other and that learning. I've learned so much recently and I'm getting ready to share it and I'm so hesitant that some people just won't understand where it's coming from and I'm trying to find out actually if my, where my grandmother came from. There's no record of her birth and the first thing is anywhere is her marriage to my grandfather and his parents are a mystery he was raised with what was said was his grandparents but there's a family lore that's little pieces of hints of something else they were true dust bowl oklahoma they lived on a indian reservation um and i don't know who or what was you know in her married uh, um, anybody that was native or indigenous I have no idea yet so I'm pouring through stuff and it's hard there's a lot of it and for the family that's left it's all a sore subject so we are now in that gray area where we don't know yet and we're still looking and the puzzle pieces are there. It's scavenger hunt. And I said to my husband earlier, I wouldn't mind going to Oklahoma. Because the thing is with newspaper and that kind of stuff, which is I'm pretty sure what I'll need to find most of what I need. Most of, if it does exist anywhere, it's on microfilm or a family member's kept it. Maybe a family Bible. 
that's one of the best resources you can have for American history. Because they wrote their history in there. You know? Slam it for what you will, but we lost a lot of that. And as I figure out more and more about my family, I find out how much it matters. It really pulled me out of a funk. I don't use the word depression because it's so much misunderstood. We're just so made to hibernate and we don't think enough. I think we have thought congestion. I know I do. I go to write anything or say anything and I've got so much backed up. I don't even know where to start a journal. We'll just start at the beginning. Where the fuck is that? Start right now. I don't even know what right now is. You know? So it'll unfold. It's happening. But I'm making a thing for myself that I'll share with people if you're interested. That's just kind of like a writing prompt book, basically. Like a journal that has little writing prompts at the top. And they'll be like kind of semi-random, but like domestic life, mostly related. Just to get... You know, just those corners cleaned out of your brain, of my brain. And I figured if I'm going to make it for myself, I'll just make it available to whoever wants it to. Because, <laughs> I don't know. Because I will. Because I can. Because it's my world, damn it. My world, too. Um, Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to charge for it. I don't think. Maybe if it becomes like a, like a book book. Because I think what I'll do is just I'll design it on the drive, on the Google Drive, and then I'll make it a PDF, and then you can just download it from my website. I, I'm pretty sure I can just throw a button up in like 12 minutes that, it'll only take 12 minutes because my laptop's being an asshole to me. Because I've been an asshole to me. <laughs> and the fairies. What are the fairies? Should we answer like the real questions why you guys are actually listening to me? The fairies are just a different part of the spectrum of energy. You can really grab at energy anywhere and make it whatever you want. It's we're creators, it's valuable. So like devils, demons, if you want that to be what the pain is. Um, usually with pain I just make it a release. That's how I try to think of it. I feel pain somewhere and I think, oh, this thing's a releasing or entangling and then I think, oh, okay, what do I need to do to release or untangle it, and then sometimes I'm wrong for a while. But I'm not really wrong, it's just part of the process. Why do I sound bored when I talk about this? Because if I sound nonchalant, it's just easier to get out. I don't know. There's just so much of it. And I want you guys to come on my journey of, you know, learning to teach. Learning to, while I learn, you know, putting that back out into the ether. I'm going to go grab what I can from the resources I have and line them up so that they're available to you. I want people to not kill themselves or die or murder other people because they were just busy doing something else. What if you're just... That's why I'm not anti-video games. Can I tell you what? I feel like we'd have a lot more out there going on if it wasn't for video games. There's a meme that I love so much. It's all these people killing each other on like a French battlefield. It's like an old medieval illustration. And it says just a bunch of people hanging out pre-cell phones or whatever. The point is like, we're not getting more violent. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, I laugh. I hate when people laugh when they're like correcting me or teaching me something. 
But, like, at the same time, when I actually think about what the day-to-day life was like for anybody, and is in a lot of places, we're so pampered. If you're listening to this, and you're not, like, listening to it in a group, like, on the one cell phone in town or however, like, most of us listening to this are totally fucking fine. We're just whiners. That's all. We have everything available. It's just choosing is so hard. Decisions are hard. And so we just want to burn it all down because taking accountability for a choice is crazy. And so, you know, we've found different ways around it. We've found ways to give it to God and we'll just follow the signs and we'll, and is that a cop out? Yeah, but it, like, it's an okay one most of the time. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like, whoa, make sure you put some boundaries on God there. And so we put some railings on like, hey. I follow God that only allows me to do good things. All right, cool. Nice railings. Stay within the lines. I'm glad your gutter bowl, you know, you have your little bumpers for your gutter balls now. And just, you know, bounce on down, knock down some pins and move right along. Don't hurt nobody. And people will hurt people. We're attracted to pain. We like it. It's boring without it. But it's... What I see happening is, you know, we the the warning stories we do, all the battle royale and apocalyptic, you know, kind of road warrior stuff where that stuff is crazy. I think we're going to start building those kind of worlds because we'll just want to experience it and we'll branch out. If we're smart, if we're fucking dumb, uh, we'll just keep fighting each other. We got to close our borders, though, guys. I'm sorry. Or how about this? How about we close them till we have an accurate tracking system so that kids aren't being stolen into other fucking countries and used as sex slaves? And then, once we have that system without microchipping anybody, just use their fucking fingerprints. We all have goddamn fingerprints. Stop being fucking assholes. So use people's fingerprints. Babies have them, too. Do they change as people get older? I don't know. Let's look into that. I didn't think they did. I did my fingerprints as a kid. Nobody was like, hey, these are going to change when you're older. Except I do have scars on them and shit. And I know some people don't have them. We'll figure shit out. It's not that hard. Don't make lasers go into people's eyes. Don't scan retinas. That's creepy. We all feel weird about that. Let's do something else. Okay? Stop being dicks. Don't see how much you can dick around with people. We need to be nicer to babies so that they don't grow up and become assholes to everybody. Period. That's the end of my life speech, basically. That's all I need to say. And as long as we all agree to do that, it's going to be fine. I wasn't nice enough to my first baby. I thought I needed to, you know, have him tough it out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he'll stop crying as soon as you leave. Kinda. After he cries a lot first. I think a lot of what we're going to find is that piercing baby's skins, like injections, all that stuff, it's all trauma that leads to major problems later. And I think that's where we're finding the studies about autism and trauma is going to be linked. And I say this in just about every podcast because I think it's fucking important. Uh, Google the ACEs study. I hope something comes up on that. I think it's pretty widely known. 
I learned about it working in restorative justice in public schools. It's pretty amazing how trauma is linked to disease and our later outcomes. And I think you could listen to all the podcasts here and a lot of people talk very openly about how their trauma has affected their life later. Why not? Why not recommend books and movies and places to visit and talk about herbology and whatever the hell you're going to talk about? Philosophy. And then also explain what it's like to be you a little bit. That's what people really want to know. We're getting close. we got to be nice enough to each other to really, really feel safe sharing. And we're getting there. It's getting easier. These kids... These kids today, they're not going to have to worry about the shit we had to worry about. I have a friend that talks about having garbage thrown at her for being punk. And then Hot Topic opened and she was so mad that you could just buy these clothes and that it was popular and they were so expensive and she had made her stuff. And it was, that was like traumatizing her. She talked about it a lot. And I feel that way, an analogy version of that to a lot of things. I had to work so hard and nobody's turned around and said, thank you. You know what, though? They probably have, and you're not paying attention. I've heard a lot of kids be like, they fought so hard for this, blah, blah, blah. But while they're saying it, they're also, like, costing us a bunch of money by rioting in the streets and stuff. I have a big problem with taking over city streets for riots. Stop it. Stop protesting in the streets. Fucking stop. Find a different way. It's not safe. It's rude. It's expensive. It's a waste. It's a waste. And it's a minority of people. It's not a majority. It's not anywhere near. Oh, but we speak for the majority. No, you don't. No, you absolutely don't. Or your people would be in power. Go start your own country. Go do something. But don't make ours fucking shitty and dirty and dangerous because you're angry. Because you don't understand. I guarantee. I guarantee because I've watched people do it. Other people guaranteed it too. If you go out and talk to the people out there, they're just angry. They don't, the vast majority of them don't even know what they're talking about. They have no idea. The Milo Yiannopoulos thing was a great example. Most people had no idea who he was. They still don't. He's a sad, sad, sad story. And he had some great insights. He knew some facts and was willing to say some things nobody else was willing to say and do. And between that, was he offensive? Yeah, to lesbians. Hell yeah. He was real bad. He was mean. But it got him attention. It got those facts out. I think they were important. I think it's important. He was one of the big people that pointed out slavery exists all over the place. The Clintons haven't done shit about it. They didn't give a shit. Give a shit. A lot of the stuff people complain about now, they complain about it. And it's so nice because then they find out that it started way long time ago. It's not new, and they educate themselves a little bit more all the time. And it's getting easier to talk to people about politics. As somebody who's talked about it for a long time, trust me, it's easier to talk about now than it ever has been. You used to not be able to talk. I had this guy screaming in my face at a bar, which still happens, of course. But it was just because I was wearing an anti-George Bush shirt. And in my area, that's very popular. But nobody did anything except for this one guy. One guy came up and pretended to be my boyfriend. And then he walked away right afterwards. Never saw him again. It was very cool. Earth angels. Earth angels. That stuff still happens. 
And now I can get violent or it cannot. I think it's petering out a lot. The Occupy stuff annoyed me. I just like my cities to be safe. Stop making them dangerous. I don't like my friends who are EMTs having to go into your camps and telling me the stories from in there. And they're true stories. They have no reason to make them up or make them worse. They're the ones that are trying to save your life. And they're being harassed. They're, it's a hell of a time finding people. It's a ton of drugs. Don't say it's not. It just is. It's people that are angry. And they don't understand the legal process. The legal process is actually pretty fucking cool. I think if everybody that wanted to protest was first required to know our law, like, to require to know our founding documents. How about that? Like, you can protest, but first, you have to get this card, and this is the education that you have to get. It's free. We have libraries. It's all available. You do have to know how to read, but we have free classes on that, too. But you got to know that before you're going to go out there and do that, because that's important. I think that would be interesting. That would change things. There's my what if. All right, folks, I'm going to go. My voice is starting to crack. Um, I love you. My name is Angela Jameen. Uh, I am all over the fucking place. Uh, find me under hashtag Between Blue Worlds. Uh, go donate to Open Lines Radio. Uh, be nice to animals and babies. Speaking of, I gotta go let my dog in. Alright guys, have a good one. Welcome to 2019. Let's get out of this town, baby, we're on fire Everyone around here seems to be going down, down, down If you stick with me, I can take you higher and higher It feels like all of our friends are lost, nobody's found, found, found Nobody can compare to the way you get